Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Yes, once again, I'm doing the show later. Um, that's how things are working out, unfortunately, for me. Uh, let's get, let's do top of the show stuff and then I'll get into it. Follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one, TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one, YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, or the Jesus Show NTO, and then email me the Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. You think as of right now, um, I would I would know all my all my tags, right? Where you can find me on all my stuff. But I think I don't remember it on purpose because I don't have to remember it because I have it on my show notes. Yes, it sounds very lazy of me, but yeah, just have it. I mean, I know my Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. I know that one, but I don't use the face. And I'm never on the TikTok. I know Allie, I've told you guys before, Allie's, Allie's the producer. I mean, I guess we're both producers, but she's my, she's my co-producer. She does, most of the time she does the video editing. She does the clips. All the clips you guys see, that's Allie. Um, I put the clips and the pictures on Instagram, but she puts it on Facebook, TikTok. Somewhere else? I don't know if she does it anywhere else. But yeah, she takes care of all that. All right. Uh, once again, why am I doing the show so late again? Because life, life's happening. I'm working. We're trying to still, still deal with the whole moving thing. And when I mean the 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 moving thing, we're we're dealing with State Farm right now. We're trying to. Get some of this stuff replaced. We had to make a list of all the stuff that was stolen. Today, I mean, I guess there was some good news and bad news. The good news is State Farm is going to give us money for the beds and the TV that were damaged in the fire. But I think that's it. The agent told Allie that the stuff that was stolen, we can't prove that it was stolen. It could be lost. But the shitty part about that is we can't prove. Like, yeah, we like we can't prove they stole it. I mean, a smart person would look at like Allie had this Pandora ring. And it was the Pandora ring box she found. But it was open. And the ring's not there anymore. So... Did it fall out on its own? No. Could it? Could could it have fallen out on its own? No. Where she put it? It was in a big box. And I believe like a purse or something that she had. So it was like stuffed in there. They had to have opened the box. Gone through that box. Found the purse. And then opened it up and then took it out and then put the thing back. So again, these guys are these guys are crooks. 
they knew what they were doing. They they packed stuff up and they they rummaged through our shit. And I'm sure we're not the only ones that they stole stuff from. Um so that that's that's the that's the shitty part. That the stuff that was stolen. It sucks because I know that they have it. Because some of the stuff we had was, I mean, was, was, uh, was cool. I know, I know they have it. And the shitty part is they're enjoying it. And they're enjoying it because they stole it. They didn't work for it. They didn't pay for it. They did none of that. They just, they just saw it and, and thought, hmm, that's nice. Which is, that's, that's what really pisses me off about that. That somebody else is enjoying the fruits of our labor. That we worked for it and we, you know, we saved, we got a bonus check, whatever it was. You know, I picked up an extra trip. I picked up an extra three trips to buy whatever the fuck I wanted to buy because I'm an adult and I have a job and it's just frustrating. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to tell you guys. Allie found another family that used Allstate Moving and Storage. I believe they messaged her on our GoFundMe page. They were telling her, I believe, if I remember the story right, Allie's not with me right now because she's trying to fall asleep and I'm trying to be as quiet as possible because she has to wake up at 3 a.m.? 2 a.m. Then she has to wake up at 2 a.m. to leave by like 3 a.m. to make it to work by 5. Whoa. Super early. Um, but she found another family that Allstate Moving and Storage subcontracted uh, a company called Moving Depot. And the family requested that Moving Depot hold their stuff in storage. I believe for a month. Because I guess they were, they, were, they were leaving their apartment and then their house wasn't ready yet, so they had to wait. And then in all that, Moving Depot fucked up all their stuff and stole a bunch of stuff. Which is really messed up because now it shows that Allstate Moving and Storage really doesn't give a shit who they hire. They just, they'll hire any, anybody. You know, Moving Depot obviously is a bunch of crooks as well. Easy Moving and Storage, a bunch of crooks. So they're not, they're not vetting these people. They're not, I mean, it really just comes down to they just don't, they don't give a shit about anything. They don't care who's doing it. They just want to, they just want people's money. And like I said before in all the other episodes about, uh, or moving nightmare is you, you know, you pay all state moving and storage a fee like 2,500 bucks, or I think it was 2,700 bucks, whatever. I can't remember 25, 27. There wasn't more than that. I don't know. Let, let's say it was 2,500 bucks. You pay them and then they call it a non-refundable deposit, which I don't know how they get away with that shit. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't know how they get away with it, but they do because when I called and I wanted to cancel the whole thing, 
the lady was like, well, you're not going to get your deposit back. I was like, why wouldn't I get my deposit back? I don't want you guys to do it anymore. You guys haven't done anything yet. And yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh, did you guys hear about the Delta pilot that was taking pictures of a flight attendant? There's a video. Okay. So there's a video of a, there's a, a video that a passenger took of a Delta pilot. I don't know if he was a captain or a first officer. Not that it matters. But he's taking a video and there's, uh, apparently he was flying on Frontier Airlines. The flight attendant is putting a bag up and he's taking video, I think, or he's taking pictures of her while she's, you know, like putting the bag up, you know, her, her dress, her skirt is riding up a little bit. Gross. It's disgusting. When I first initially saw the video, I believe I saw it. Where did I see it? There's two accounts that I follow. One of them, actually, I think both of them I, I started following because of Rachel, our friend Rachel. But I can't remember which one it was. One of them, anyways, they, they showed the video where this person's taking the video of the pilot. And initially, I didn't see anything. Like, you can see the flight attendant, and I didn't know it was Frontier Airlines, and I didn't know it was a Delta pilot. You see the video, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. So I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, well, what am I missing? Then I hit the comments. And the comments say, you have to look at the bottom of the iPad. So then I look at the video again. Oh, so he had the iPad, he had it like this, and then at the bottom, he had his iPhone with the camera button just, I don't know how I'm trying to do this. It, it was just underneath. So he was like, here's, here's the iPad, and then his phone was here, and then the button was down here, so he's going like this. So he's taking pictures of the, of the flight attendant. Apparently that wasn't the only time he was taking pictures of her. I guess he was just taking pictures of her. Gross. Disgusting. Crazy that a... I mean, I guess it's not crazy. Everybody's capable of some fucked up shit, but... To see a pilot do that to somebody to prey on somebody like that when they're supposed to be you know like we all we all trust pilots you know oh they know what they're doing oh they're they're good people they're gonna get us there safely but then to see somebody a pilot do shit like that and the passenger behind the pilot and the the woman that took the video of the pilot doing it, they informed the flight attendant. And I don't want to give too much away because it's her like it's it's her personal business. Um, the flight attendant asked her husband what she should do, and her husband, I guess, was kind of like, "I really, I really don't know because, like, he's a pilot and." I feel like pilots are very protected. 
flight attendants get in trouble for a bunch of shit and pilots are super protected whether they do some fucked up shit or not i've heard and i've seen some seen some shit on my end from the 10 years that i've you know been a flight attendant so when i heard this i was like man it sucks because that's that's how it is the the flight attendant was scared that if she were to say something there was going to be repercussions that would fall on her, right? I think I said that right. And the passenger took it upon herself. The flight attendant didn't tell her anything. The flight attendant didn't say like, oh, you should, she didn't say anything. But the two passengers told the flight attendant and the flight attendant was like, well, thank you. I think they asked her like, what are you going to do about it? Because, you know, and she was like, ah, there's really nothing I can do. I think is what she told them, if I remember correctly. So then the passenger was the one that said, fuck this. I'm putting it out on the internet, which thankfully she did on her own. And it got traction and the Delta uh, pilot got fired because that's just, that, that's, it's disturbing and gross. You know, I can only, like, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to see that happen to anybody, you know, let alone my wife, a friend that I know, like that would, that would, that, that enraged me just watching it. And I didn't even know the flight attendant. I just, I can only think what, what, what would I do if I knew the flight attendant? And the reason why I know all these things about it is because I flew with the flight attendant's mother. We were in Houston. I think we were going to Austin. Yeah, it was a quick flight. Was it a quick flight? Yes, it was a quick flight. Houston, Austin. And I said something about, oh, hey, did you guys hear? And then the lady goes, oh, actually, that was, that's my daughter. And I went, what? She goes, yeah, she's fine. She's a little shaken up, but, you know, she's fine. And then she told me, I knew, the reason why I know that, the late that the person taking the video was was a lady and then there was a lady behind the pilot is because she was telling us a story her daughter told her the story and she told us and i was like oh my god i was like that's crazy and you know and it was the mom's first trip with us like she she just started as a flight attendant so that was her first day working and i was like oh my god tell me everything um you know, there wasn't too much to, to add to the story. Other, like, you know, I saw the video. I knew that part. And then what she informed me was, you know, that, that her daughter was informed that she works for Frontier and that it was a Delta pilot. Those are the things that I, that I found out that I didn't know. Um, yeah, so it was just, it was just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, a couple days ago, me and Allie were walking through our neighborhood. And there was, there's a sign that says, watch for children. Like, watch for children, right? And I told, and I started laughing. And Allie goes, what are you laughing about? And I said, oh, that sign right there, the watch for children. She's like, why is that funny? I started thinking about it. and. This, this is what I think in my head. 
I go, it's funny to me because I think what I take from that is, you know, enough parents got together and they were like, hey, you guys should put a sign, you know, to the city. Oh, you guys should put a sign there so that cars know to, you know, drivers know to watch for children because children are around here and they're playing out here. Ellie's still like looking at me like I don't I don't get it like what's what's like huh, and I go okay so these parents this is the story that I made up in my head. These parents went to let's say town hall meeting. They said oh you guys should put signs here because people are driving around too fast in our neighborhood. And the city went okay so they put one up. And then as a driver I think to myself man these. These parents really don't love their children. Ellie goes, what are you talking about? She's like, in your story, the parents went to City Hall. They went to this meet, town hall meeting, and they had the sign put up. And I said, yeah. I go, but these parents are like, listen, I'm going to let my kids out and play. I don't want to watch them, but I want you to be careful. Like, be kind of the parent for me. I love them enough to let them play outside, but I don't love them, love them enough to watch them. So if you could not hit my kids, that'd be great because I'm inside scrolling on Instagram or doing whatever bullshit I'm doing. Um, yeah, so don't be an asshole when you drive. I don't know why I found that funny. I just... When I see signs like those, or even the... Even the signs that say like, children at play we would see those in hermosa beach a lot especially in the back of the house in the alleyway people would you know would put it between their homes and it's this little guy and he's holding this red flag and he's like a neon yellow or a neon green something very bright so 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 you see and i think he has a red hat or it has a red hat so you know like oh watch for children but i've always thought those things were stupid because People are stupid. Like as a whole, it's just it, it's it's odd to think I'm gonna put up this sign, and people are gonna pay attention to it. People can't even drive the speed limit. People people do stupid shit. So when I see it, I I get. I understand the reasoning behind it, you know, because I've even seen parents out there playing with, with their kids. The parents are outside with the kids and they have the sign. And I, I believe the sign is there as an extra precautionary measure, but people are fucking stupid. I mean, why, why is it that people run into construction sites? And they kill construction workers or they hit something. They go through cones or whatever it is because people are stupid. You know, they're on their phone or, or they're, just, they're just eating shit like that. One time years ago, I want to say it was the first year that we, uh, we became friends with AJ and Megan. We were in her most, no, we were in Manhattan Beach. We had just left either Mamadi's or Izakiah, one of them. We went out to dinner, and there was a car coming this way. And Megan and Allie are in the back, 
AJ's, I'm walking with AJ, and this car's coming, and he's, the car's coming pretty fast. And I go to cross the street, and AJ kind of grabs me. And I said, what, they have to stop? And he goes, they don't have to stop? He's like, you have to be careful. He goes, the cars don't have to do anything. He's like, cars hit people all the time. He goes, you don't know if he's on his phone. You don't know if he's not, you know, he's looking down. You don't know if he's just spaced out. He goes, nah. And I go, but I'm at a crosswalk. He goes, and you think that's going to save you? And I went, huh, you make a lot of sense. Ever since that day, I don't even think I've ever shared that with him. Ever since that day when I crossed the street, if I see a car coming and I'm at a crosswalk, I'll wait. I'll wait at the corner, and then if the car weighs me over, I'll cross. But there's, there's been a few times. I can't say like, oh my God, it's happened all the time. No, I'd be lying to you. But there has happened, there, there has been some instances where I'm, I'm at the stop sign, or I'm at the crosswalk. And I see the car coming, and I don't know, maybe five to seven seconds before the car's going to stop at the stop sign or even at a crosswalk. I see the car, I'm waiting there, and the car either blows through the crosswalk, it doesn't stop, and I think, good thing I didn't, you know, I didn't get in the road. Other times I've seen people where I'm waiting at the stop sign, ready to cross, and I'm looking. And the car kind of does the beep and goes, or they just ran through the stop sign. Like, wow, man, I'm I'm happy I uh, I didn't cross because if I did, I would probably be dead. Um, so yeah, just when you're out there, just be very careful when you're crossing the street. Uh, also, a little story, Greg. I don't. I think I told you guys when Greg was younger. Um, hey, what do you, sorry, I found out this was licking something off the carpet. Gross. Anyways, when Greg was younger, he got hit by a car. He went, I don't even know how old he was, six, seven. He went across, he went in front of the van, didn't look and just some van broke his collarbone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just be careful when you're out there. I was talking to my I was talking to Greg, my brother. The last episode I made fun of I made fun of golf. Um just be I mean, come on, golf. No. But Greg did mention, I think he posted a comment on the YouTube video. He mentioned that mini golf is dope, which mini golf is phenomenal i love mini golf i'll probably beat anybody i play because i'm that good but my brother pointed out he said you know not only is mini golf dope but he said i feel like mini golf is making fun of regular golf because like they're just making fun of it because they're like oh look i'm gonna i'm playing the same sport but in a smaller scale and we're doing fun uh, obstacles and 
he just he goes, yeah, I just feel like it's making fun of it. And I go, man, I think you're right. And I agree with him. Because when I play mini golf, it's, you know, it's fun. Um, definitely not boring. I mean, sometimes I get bored with mini golf because I kick people's asses that bad. I'm like, give me a challenge. I think I have to say the best golfer I've gone up against was Woody. I think it was Woody. I want to say it was Woody. I think he's been my toughest opponent, and I barely beat him. We played, I think, somewhere in the OC. I think Tustin. No, not Tustin. Was it in Tustin? It could have been Tustin. I don't remember. We went to some boomers where he used to work at, and we played. It's right, right off the freeway, and me, Fleur, and Woody, we went to go play, and he was a very, very good opponent. I beat him, but just barely. You know, oh, there was a video. Did you guys see the, there was this video of these two guys getting in a fight midair on a plane. And apparently, it was because one of the, one of the people reclined their seat. That's all that that's all I know about the incident. I don't know who reclined the seat. I don't know what was said about the reclining of the seat. But I thought that's that's crazy. But then I started thinking I can see how somebody would get upset because I've seen when I when I've been working a flight or if I'm on a flight, like going somewhere. I've seen people recline the seat and it's not a, a slow, I'll tell you what I do. When I recline my seat on the airplane, I hit the button and I'm, you know, like this. And then I hit the button and then I go gently back. And boom, I've reclined. To whatever comfort, comfortable spot that I want to uh, recline it at. That's what I do because I'm, I'm mindful because I know somebody's behind me. Somebody could have their tray table down and they could have food on there. They can have a drink on there. They can have uh, their laptop. They can have anything, anything they want that they can bring on the plane. So I try to do it as slow as possible so I'm not spilling something on them or whatever it is or some people have their ipad or phone in a little thing on the headrest if there's no video monitors and you know i, I don't want to disturb that so I, I try to my point is i try to do it as softly as smoothly as respectfully as possible, as respectful as possible. That's what I do. Others hit the button and they jerk it back immediately. Just, they go from here to here. And I've seen people hit people in the head because the other person's like this, kind of up against it. Now, should the person behind have their head so close to the other person's seat in front of them? No. But 
I don't no nobody thinks that somebody's gonna come at you with with their seat back so so forcefully because there's no there's no there's no reason for it there's no reason to oh, I need to hurry up and recline as fast as possible because that's gonna help me fall asleep no it's not so I can un- so I understand how somebody would get upset I've even seen people when they get up They'll grab, they'll jerk because they've done it to me. They'll jerk the seat back just to get up. Normally it's old people. But I've seen, I mean, I've seen younger people do it. When I'm working and I see that, I'll tell the person, I go, hey, don't do that. There's, there's somebody's head right on the other side of, of where you're putting your hands. Use your, um, use your armrests and get up like that. Or if they're in the aisle and they're getting up, I tell them, lift this. And I show them how to lift up the armrest and I go and slide out. So you don't have to touch the other person's headrest. You, you really don't. And you, you, really, you really don't. Even if you're in the window, you can put the seat, the armrest up. Boom, boom. You can slide right out. What I'm trying to tell you guys is be mindful when you're on the plane. Be mindful of everybody else's space. Be mindful of your space and other people's space. Because it's not your plane. You're, you're not the only one in, in there. It's crazy. Which leads me to my next point. I had it further down, but I think I'm going to do it right now. Because, I mean, it would only make sense. Um, there we go. Yeah. A lot of people are not aware of the space around them. You have to be, I think the word is spatially aware. The reason why I I thought of that and I thought about it today because I was at the gym. So I go to the YMCA over here. Beautiful, beautiful facility. I remember the first time I went to the YMCA when I came to visit Crown Point, Jorge took me. And uh what was it, Carla? Carla or Jorge took me. And I went and it was it it, it, it was a nice gym. I had a good workout. And then from time to time when I would come visit, i you know, they'd take me. I'd go work out. I had a good workout. And then I remember the last time I came to visit, I went to the gym and I was like, man, it sucks that, that this gym doesn't have squat racks. Because like, oh man, I can do so much with squat racks. And then I came back, I don't know, maybe six months to a year later, maybe closer to a year later. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. And they had renovated the entire place. Now it's, it's a great fucking gym. They have a, 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 a grass area. Well, it's, um, it's turf. They have a turf training area. They have squat racks where you can use both sides. It's kind of weird because if you use both sides of it, like I'm staring at you and you're staring at me. And we're, I don't know, maybe four to five feet 
from each other. It can get weird. Luckily for me, I haven't. Only twice has I, have I been using the squat rack and then somebody in front of me has. But we've been spatially aware. Is it spatially aware? I, I think I'm going to use that until somebody corrects me. How about I say I've been aware of my surroundings and so has the other person. I'll do whatever set I'm doing and then when I'm done, I like move away. I'm not looking at them anymore. And then they come in and then they do their thing. And then we switch off, which I think that's how it should be. Um, but there was this guy. So there was, I was squatting. I was front squatting. And I'm here, the squat rack next to me. There's some kids over there. There's somebody using that one. There's somebody using this one. And this guy just comes over and just like, he's like this. And he's like, then he starts doing pull-ups. And I'm, I'm sitting down now and I'm facing the mirror. I'm catching my breath. And I look at the dude because now he's like, he's, he's close to me. He's not on top of me, but he's, he's pretty close. And I look at him and I make sure he sees me. And I went and I just shake my head and I went fucking dumb. I had my, my earphones in. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he said anything because I wasn't even, I wasn't paying attention to him after I looked at him I shook my head and said, fucking dumb, dude. I mean, obviously he didn't say anything enough to like get my attention. It didn't stop him from, you know, standing around and, and continuing to be in people's way. Cause he was, he was just in the way. And I think to myself, I don't, I don't understand people like that. Like you, you, you get into this, like, this is my area. I belong here without thinking like, oh man, am I in the way? Oh, maybe this is not the ideal time to do this. And the other thing is, I would understand if this was the only area that you can do pull-ups. It's not. There's other areas. At least three different areas. Well, one area and two machines. That you can go do that at. And one of the machines. That you can go do pull-ups. Was open. And the other area on the turf. That you can do pull-ups. That was open. But no. He didn't want to do it over there where it was empty. He wanted to do it where it was most crowded because I believe people like that want to be seen. They want to be, they want people to look at them. It's fucking weird. Like I'm not a fan of when people, the few times, the very few times that I've ever been at the gym, few, few times, maybe two where somebody's ever watched me do something. It's just been weird. And the only reason why I know that they were watching me is because they, they came up in the middle of my uh, workout or that specific workout and said something. One time I was benching, another time I was squatting. The person was like, oh, that, that's really good. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Can you leave me alone now? I didn't say that, but I was like, oh, cool, thanks. Um, 
I mean, even here at the at the YMCA, there's been a couple people who it looks like they want to talk to me. And I don't know, I don't know why they're they're trying to talk to me. It could be, hey, how many sets do you have left? Hey, are you gonna use this machine? Are you almost done? I don't know what they're trying to tell me. But I I I check out when I'm at the gym, I check out. I'm I have one mindset and it's fucking get in there, lift some heavy ass weights, and try to get bigger. Today I saw who did I see? I saw Jeff. Kristen Kristen? God, I hope I say I, I, I hope that's correct. Kristen's husband, Jeff, he came by and I saw him. And uh, we were like, hey, what's up? But that was it. And I love that because I know he's trying to work out. He, he, he's in there for a purpose. He's a very, very busy man. I guess when he has time to go to the gym, like he, he, he focuses and he, he needs to get his workout done and boom, he does it. So I saw him and, you know, he was, hey, and I said, hey. And initially, I want to be like, oh, hey, how was your trip to uh, Walt Disney World? But I was like, no, no, sir. He has work to do, and so do I. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was, I'd have to say one of the annoying things about the YMCA over here is that there's a lot of kids that go there. And when I say kids, like high school kids, and sometimes they crowd around areas. And I've had to tell a couple of them, like, hey, can you move? You're in the way. Or I'll be walking by them. I'm like, yo, you, can, can you get out of the way? I'm not super rude. I mean, I guess when I say it like that, it sounds rude. No, because there's times where I'm like, hey, guys, can you just move over to the left? I, you know, I, I don't want to hit you with this or that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, nobody's been rude about it. Like, I haven't been rude to them. They haven't been rude to me. But it's just annoying because some of the kids, you know, they start rabble rousing in the gym. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Um, but I also do that to myself because sometimes I've gone right when I would assume school gets out. If I was more responsible, I would go earlier in the morning where when all the kids are at school. Because I've ha- I have gone to the gym at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. And then I work out and... The gym seems empty. There's people in there, but it, I, you know, I get on whatever machine I want and I, I take my time. I do the workout. No issues. But then if I go closer to 2 p.m., by 3 o'clock, 2.45, 3 o'clock, there's a fuck ton of kids in there. Like today I messed up and I, I went later, but me and Allie had to do a lot of things. Uh, but yeah, just. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of who's around, where you're at. I'm not saying that you have to always accommodate everybody else. But just, I don't know, just just be aware. Like, public spaces are public spaces. They're not your personal space. Your home is your personal space. Your car is your personal space. You know, your friend's house, however, how, however close you are with that person, you know, you can be like, oh yeah, you know, I feel like I'm at home, which is perfectly fine. But public places are public places. 
That's exactly what they are, public. Treat them as such, please. Or you don't have to, and then people are just going to be like, man, that person's a dick. Um, oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what I wanted. Oh, real quick, the Revs, New England Revolution, they won 2-1 to one at home. Um, it looked like it was going to probably end in a tie. They played Charlotte at home at Foxborough. And the Revs scored, or no, did they score two? I think they went up, yeah, yeah, they went up 2-0. They went up 2-0. They scored the first one. Buxka, 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 Buxka. I don't know why I can never say his name right. Or maybe I am saying his name right. Allie always tells me I'm not. Anyways, uh, he scored off a header. So it was 1-0. And then I believe Matt Pol- Polster. Polster, right? Uh, Matt scored, and it was a fortunate goal. But it was nice to see it in the Reds' favor because the past couple games they've had some, especially late in the game where they've given up, you know, a game winner. Uh, it, it's gone against them. So it was nice to see a goal in favor of the Reds. And then Charlotte pulled them back, but the Revs held on and they won two to one. So that was really, really, really good. They broke their, I believe their four game winning streak in MLS five or no, they broke their four game winless streak in MLS five game winless streak overall, something like that. It's good that they got three points. Hopefully they start winning and they just uh, turn it around. The goals start coming and all the good starts, uh, all the good stuff starts happening. Um, oh my God. I flew with this lady this last trip. Holy shit. I don't understand why people come to work, go to work to create and find problems. That I'll never understand. Um, I showed up to the gate two minutes late and as I'm, as I'm coming up to the gate, there's a supervisor there and the supervisor looks at me and goes, uh, what's going on? And I went, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, Oh, somebody called and said you were late. And I go, uh, no. She's like, well, check-in was, you know, two minutes ago. And I go, okay. I mean, I'm here. And I said, when are we boarding the plane? She's like, oh, 25 minutes from now. And I went, okay. So I don't, whatever. So supervisor goes down to the plane and the gate agent goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I didn't call them. I was going to give you 10 minutes. I go, ah, don't worry about it. Because some gate agents, they'll, they'll call right away. But for the most part, I feel, I feel they're pretty chill. As long as you're there, I don't know, five minutes before boarding starts, they won't freak out. So I go down, and then I said hi to the one lady. And then the lady that called, she doesn't say hi. She doesn't say good morning, nothing. I go, oh, hi, good morning, I'm Jesse. And she goes, 
I called the supervisor because you were late and I didn't know where you were. And I went, okay, again, hi, my name is Jesse. And the way she said it, I, I told her, I said, uh, well, you don't, you don't need to know where I'm at. Um, you would like to know, I go, but you don't need to know where I'm at. I go, uh, you know, technically the gate reader needs to know where I'm at so that then the company knows if I'm here or not. And then they, you know, send another flight attendant, whatever, then I get in trouble. So supervisor talks to the other two flight attendants and then supervisor leaves. And then the lady starts telling me, uh, okay, well, you need to do this. And I go, I know. I, I said, I know exactly what I need to do. And then finally she tells me her name. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not calling you that. Yes, I'm assuming, but I, I feel very confident in that the name she gave me isn't her real name. It made sense later because she kept talking about how she loves Bridgerton and she loves the royal family and she loves all that. And then it made sense with the name she gave me. And I'm not going to give you the name because I don't want to, I don't want to put somebody's name out there like that. Mostly because I don't want to get in trouble from the company. God forbid somebody were to watch this and say, you know, oh, Jesse said this about, you know, this employee. And then they'd be like, oh, you said somebody's name. I don't want to get in trouble over that stupid shit. Anyways. But she told me and I went, ah, got it. And then in flight, she kept looking because I was working up front. She kept looking at me and then she, she came over a couple times. She's like, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And I go, no. She goes, oh, because I thought you were. And I said, okay, how about you go, go, go do your work. You go do your work and I'll do my work. And then the second flight, she did it again. And she tells me, she's like, you know, I need to know everything that's going on on the plane. You need to tell me. And I go, I don't need to tell you anything. I go, I need to tell you things that you need to know. And you don't need to know everything. So the only person that needs to know everything is the captain. So if I need to tell you something, I will tell you. If I need your help, I said, why don't we, why don't we work like this from, from here on out? Because we were on a three-day trip and this was day one. I said, how about if I need you, I'll call you. How about if you need to know something, I'll tell you. If I don't call you, if I don't tell you anything, that means you don't need to know. And you're going to have to be okay with that. She walked away. <laughs> like, lady, sit down and stay in your fucking lane. Day two, luckily I didn't, I only had to work with her twice. And like work with her directly. And those two times I didn't even have to work with her like she was up front and I, I went to the back to help out and then at the end of the trip 
I'm really convinced that people like that are, are oblivious to everything. They just go through life thinking, I don't know, like everything's about them. Right? Is that what I'm trying to say? I really, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I know what I'm trying to say right now. She was just oblivious to everything. At the end of the trip, when we left, she was like, oh my God, it was so great working with you. And I thought, no, the fuck it wasn't. It wasn't. And fuck you. <laughs> me and Jorge get on the, get on the bus. Jorge was waiting for me. He was on one trip. I was on another trip. But he waited, waited for me so he can drive me home. So Ali wouldn't have to drive to the airport, then back. Jorge waited for me, thankfully. Thank you, Jorge. Um, and we get on the bus, and the other flight attendant I work with, very lovely. We're on the bus, and I go, oh, this is my uh, father-in-law, Jorge. And she looks at me, she's like, ha, ha, ha. And I go, no, really? And she's like, really? And I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah, this is Jorge. And then the other one comes in and sits close to us. I didn't say a word to her. So me, Jorge, and the other flight attendant were talking. Bah, 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 bah. We weren't talking for long, but it was just, you know, a little exchange of. And then when we got off the van or we got off the bus, I told Jorge, I said, did you see the other lady that was sitting close? He goes, oh, yeah. I was like, I was working with that bag of shit. And I didn't introduce you, deuce you because fuck her. And he was like, oh, really? Then I told him more in detail what happened. He's like, oh, God, like what? I said, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with her, man. I really don't know what's wrong with her. And again, I don't understand. Excuse me. I don't understand people like that. When I go to work, if I'm, if I'm in charge, I'm the lead, I'm the purser. I don't micromanage shit. If I see a flight attendant not doing what they should be doing, then I'll say something. Hey, and I won't be like, hey, what the fuck? Like, oh, hey, um, you know, are you going to do this? Or are you going to do that? And sometimes it'd be, oh, my God, I didn't. Like, I forgot. Or, oh, I've been out. Or, oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay, no, that's fine. I just try to, like, I, I try to help them out. If they're blatantly not doing stuff, then I'm like, hey, get your head out of your ass. But when I go to work, I, st I stay in my lane. I do what I need to do. The only time I'll, I'll step on anybody's toes is if somebody does something that's highly concerning. Like they're not doing something safety or security-wise that they're supposed to be doing. Then I'll say something. Other than that, somebody does something a different way. I don't give a shit. People tell me all the time, they go, oh man, like, you're really relaxed. You don't. And I go, I, we're all adults. We know what we're doing. You know, I don't, like I go to work to make my money. And yeah, I love, I love what I do when I'm there. You know, I'm having a good time. Um, you know, I try to be as nice to the passengers as, as possible. I try to give them whatever I can give them. But I don't, oh man, and this lady also, the way she talked to some of the passengers, I was like, God damn, what's wrong with you? Like some people came on with, you know, like their pajamas and she goes, 
Oh, you you travel with your pajamas? Oh, how far we've come where people used to you know dress up in suits. And I I told him one time I said, hey, um, that's that that's an opinion. You should keep that to yourself. He's like, well, I'm just saying that. And I go, I get it. I go, I think I think that sometimes. I don't say it out loud because it doesn't matter. They've paid their ticket. They've paid for their ticket. They're on the plane. I'm not going to tell them, oh, you can't. Like, oh, you should be dressing better. The fuck do I think I am? No. Speaking of driving home with Jorge, you know what feels really good? Not having to commute anymore. Man. It feels, it feels good to go to work. It feels good driving to work, driving to work, going to work, doing the trips, flying here, flying there, blah, blah, blah. And then coming back to your base airport and then knowing, oh, I don't have to get on another plane. That just feels nice. You know, there's people that commute for, you know, me and Allie were commuting from LA to San Francisco because. San Francisco was a better base. And luckily for for us, it was about an hour flight quick. And then when we went to Vegas, it was, again, about an hour flight. We're still up there because, you know, we had a better schedule. It worked out better for us. That's the only time I've ever commuted. And, you know, I, I said the same thing that I've said before, I'm never going to, and then it happened. So, I mean, I should stop saying that I, I'll, I'll never, because it keeps happening. <laughs> so, like I say, I'm never going to do this, and then it happens. Um, but man, it feels good to know, like, oh, we're flying back to Chicago. Oh, nice. Like, I don't have to worry about, oh, when's the next flight home, or... Oh man, that one's full. I can't get home. Like, oh, it just feels real good. And I'm very happy for Shay, our friend Shay. She was on the she was on one of the episodes of the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, you should because I had a great time talking to her. That was her second time being on the, on the podcast because the first time it was with uh, it was the Bid Bishes episode. But this time I just just had Shay on on her own. We were in Chicago on a layover. And I said, hey, we should uh, shoot an episode. She came over to the room and we talked. It was good. Um, I'm very happy for for her because she got into L.A. So now she's back in L.A. And she's just going to have to drive to work instead of commuting to San Francisco. So that's really exciting. Go Shay, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. No, it's not her birthday today. And it's not her birthday tomorrow. And I'm going to have to look up when her birthday is because I know it's, no, I'm lying. I don't know if it's, if it's not anytime soon. Because I don't know people's birthday like that. Other than my brother's. So, yeah. Um, Let's see, one last thing I want to talk about. Okay. One last thing. The mask mandate is over. You don't have to wear a mask on the plane anymore. It's optional. All right.
How do I feel about it? Hmm. I feel... I feel good that it's not mandatory because so many adults were acting so fucking stupid about it. People were acting as if a mask, a piece of cloth was hindering their breathing. Listen, I think I've said it before in a, in a podcast. I know, I know I had to have said it in one of my episodes. If a piece of cloth is hindering your breathing, you're doing life wrong. Nothing. There was no mask that I wore. And I even double masked at one point where I felt I couldn't breathe. Did it feel uncomfortable? Yes. Was it inconvenient? Yes. Was it so horrible that I would get mad? Absolutely not. I was going, when I was going to the gym with a mask, I work out pretty hard, pretty hard when I go to the gym. I, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm in a pool of sweat. And I would, I, would, I, would go, I would go as far as saying I probably work out harder out of 10 people. I work out harder than nine of them. Maybe there's that one out of the 10 that works slightly harder than me. But I know I cannot work almost anybody. And I never, never felt like I couldn't breathe. I was never gasping for air. Because most, the main reason is because I, I'm, I'm an adult. And I realize that a mask is not hindering my breathing. You know, doctors and nurses wear masks during surgery. Why? To keep the germs out of your body so you don't get sick and fucking die, right? But then you have some dumb fucks who, oh, you shouldn't be breathing the same breath for 12 hours straight because that's unhealthy. Right. Right. That's what you're concerned about. Because if you look at yourself, you're unhealthy as fuck. You probably smoke, which some of the people that were telling me this did smoke. And I said, so the smoking is not, is not what's unhealthy for you? It's, it's, it's wearing the mask? Okay. Is it the seven Diet Cokes you drink in a day? That's not what's unhealthy? Yeah, yeah, the mask is, right? All the junk food that you eat, that's not unhealthy, right? It's the mask. And like I've said before, I'm going to say it again. I love junk food. I love candy. I haven't drank in almost a month. I think I have one more week, maybe a week and two days before I hit that 30 days that I haven't had any alcohol. Uh, and that's just for fun. I'm like, oh, I 
should try not to drink for a month. Um, but I mean, I shit. Just tonight, I had McDonald's. But it's crazy to me that people they see something that, and it's not just helping them; it could help others. No. <laughs> As it, like, there's a lot of people that are excited, like, genuinely, like, oh my God, this is the best news I've ever heard. We don't have to wear a mask. Best news? No. Good news? It's good news. It's good news. I would even go as far as great news. Is it the best news you can hear? No. You had a minor inconvenience that you had to deal with, and now. You don't have to do it. Most of the people that are on planes don't travel often. They don't travel more than flight attendants. I'll tell you that much. Maybe, maybe you'll get that one person who's on a flight every other day. And you're like, oh shit, you fly more than I do. Maybe for them, they're like, fuck this mask thing. Like, this is terrible. Yeah, okay, I get it. But for some of these assholes who are complaining... You had to wear this mask once. The last time you were on a plane, 747s were a thing. They're not a thing anymore. I mean, some airlines do have it, but most American carriers, I hope I'm not speaking out of pocket or incorrectly, but from my understanding, most American carriers don't have 747s anymore because they're just not fuel efficient. So airlines are like, nah, we're not going to use that shit anymore. So people, there was just a lady just just on one of my flights this past trip. Oh, I remember go, flying on a 747. And I went, oh. She's like, yeah, that's when I was eight. She was like 80. Like That was the last time you flew? Okay. So there's a gap for a lot of these people. And they're like, man, I can't. This piece of cloth over my mouth for two hours. Hey, how do you think I feel? I'm at work for 12, 13, 14, even 15 hours. And I have to cover my face the entire fucking time. At least when you get to the airport, it's for a couple hours. Even if you're going cross country. But you get to take it off a lot sooner than we do. So don't cry about it. And it's crazy to me that a non-doctor, a judge, is able to be the one that says, mm, I don't, we shouldn't have to do this anymore. That just kind of like, it makes me uneasy. Like, I don't know, should non-doctors be making decisions? But apparently that's a thing that happens in this country. Not just with masks, but with other things. A bunch of non-doctors say, oh, you know, this is going to be a law because our feelings get hurt when, when otherwise. It's, it's stupid. Again, am I happy that the masks are gone? Yes, because now I don't have to fucking constantly. Can you put it over your nose and mouth? That's another thing I didn't understand. There's a lot of people out there that don't know how to wear a fucking mask. Or, they're such assholes, they don't want to do it right. 
Like a lot of people just put it over their mouth. Hey, moron, just over the, over the nose, just over the nose and mouth. When I would make the announcement, I'd go, hey, blah, blah, blah. make sure you wear your mask over your nose and mouth. And I'd take pauses and I'd enunciate the nose and the mouth a little more. What also gets me is people that they have the mask, but then they put it on their chin. It's like, hey, man, you have, you have the thing there. Use it. And if you don't want to use it, take it off. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that you go as far as, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Hmm. But I'm going to put it on my face. I'm not going to use it properly, but I'm going to put it on my face. No, just take it off then. Like, don't be, don't be stupid. I've even seen people do that shit in places where masks are optional. That, I think, is the dumbest shit. J over here at the YMCA. Since I've been here, and it hasn't been long, nobody's been required to wear a mask at the gym. And just today, I saw some people with masks on at the gym. And they had it on their chin the entire time that I was there, that I saw them. And I thought to myself, what are you doing? Either wear it properly or don't fucking wear it. Because nobody's, nobody's forcing you to do it. There's no sign that says you must wear a mask. There's none of those signs here. None. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to appease maybe somebody at home? Like, you, you left the house with a mask, right? You get in the car. That's another form of TikTok that I don't understand. You, you're in your car alone with a mask. Anyways. And then they get to the gym. And then they get in the gym. And then, they, oh, the, I'm going to keep the mask, but I don't want to wear it. Just take it off. You look dumb with it on. It, it's dumb. Use it properly or don't. I'm telling you, man, a lot of these people complaining about the mask, they are softer than baby shit. Like, y'all need to grow some balls or, 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 or grow up. Like, this is crazy. It's crazy to me. But, man, there was one more thing I wanted to share with you guys. And I can't remember. And that means it's not important. Guys, thank you very much once again for coming back to the show. Oh, there was one more thing. Two things. This shirt that I'm wearing, I bought when I went to go visit uh, AJ and Megan one time. I bought it because I thought Noah would like it. And she did. She's like... Well, you got dinosaurs. This, it's when she was younger. Um, so I was like, oh, let me wear this shirt. I haven't worn it in a while. Uh, also, real quick, I don't know if you guys heard, Cristiano Ronaldo and his wife, they lost uh, their baby boy. Sad. I was at the gym the other day when the news broke, and the first thing I thought of was uh, AJ Megan and how they lost Luca. And it just, man, I can't, I can't imagine, you know, 
I thought, I thought about, you know, our baby. I was like, oh my God, something can happen to the baby. That kind of freaked me out. Um, but yeah, just, it sucks. I mean it more than sucks. Like just saying it sucks doesn't really put into words. Because number one, I've never, I've never felt that pain. And I hope I never do. Um, but man, I was telling Allie last night at, at dinner, I was telling her about it. I was like, oh yeah, did you hear? And she's like, yeah. The moment, the moment I said Luca's name, I couldn't even get it out right. I went, Luca. Like I started kind of crying at dinner and I was like, oh my God. Um, yeah, it just sucks. I don't. I'll never understand how, how am I trying to say this? It's fucked up when, 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 uh, when kids, when kids die for, for whatever reason. I mean, it's fucked up when anybody dies. Um, I know people say, you know, oh, it's all part of God's plan, but I'm like, hmm. That was the plan. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to leave you guys on a very, very sad note. Uh, Once again, guys, remember, rate, like, subscribe. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for coming back every week. And, uh, you know, like I've said before, every week there's, you know, we, we get at least at least one more listener, which is good. You know, let's. Just keep trying to get those numbers up. Thank you for everything, guys, and we'll see you next week.